0: Episode 94 of Bella in Your Business.
1: Welcome to Bella in Your Business where Bella will discuss anything and everything about your pet sitting business to help you land on target. So get ready, Bella's got your shoot. Let's jump!
0: Welcome to Bella and Your Business. My name is Bella Vasto with Jump Consulting and today I have an award-winning entrepreneur with us. Chris Marr believes that content marketing is the only way to set business leaders free from the world of mediocre interruption marketing. Chris is the founder and driving force behind CMA, the UK's largest Largest membership organization of its time. He has raised the bar on talent, curation, leadership, personal development, and community building. His pioneering work has changed the life of hundreds of businesses, all through the power of content marketing. Welcome to the show, Chris.
1: Thank you very much. That's a really nice intro. It's always (laughs) nice to hear it when it comes back to you. think, if I do do all these things, is that what I do? Right, okay, yeah, it's good. It's a good sense check.
0: I know. Right. And one of the coolest things about you, Chris, is that at least for me, is that you're just like a regular dude. Like, I mean, if you guys are yeah. watching the video of this, you're going to see Chris. He's not stuffy. He's just like a regular dude. <laughs> and Chris, I've actually been <laughs> secretly following you for longer than you've probably known. You first came on my radar at your first CMA when my friend Kate McQuillan spoke, as well as Marcus Sheridan was there. So anyone associated with those two people are just like automatically cool in my book. But you know, I've been watching all of these CMA lives, which we'll definitely get to later on because you've also mm. got some other people that I follow and kind of consider friends in a way speaking there. And I want to learn more about that. But before we get way ahead of ourselves, which I have a tendency to do, oh. I want to dial it back. I want to find out who was Chris Marr before you started CMA and started doing all that you're doing?
1: Okay. Yeah, that's an interesting question. So... You have to imagine, it, like if you are watching the video, then this will make sense. I'll try and make it sense for audio as well. But like right now I'm wearing a cap, got a Johnny Cupcakes T-shirt on. I wear pretty much the same clothes every day, like regardless if I'm speaking, even if I go to clients offices and stuff like that. I just I'm just me all the time, as you kind of mentioned already, Bella. I've got a beard and tattoos and that's just who I am. Right. It's just who I am. So if you wind the clock back, (laughs) if you go back 10 years or so, I started my first real job as a manager at the University of St. Andrews in Scotland, right? which is one of the well-known universities across the world. And a lot of Americans actually go to that school as well. I started that job when I was 19 years old in management and I worked there for 10 years. And I just worked my way up into a leadership position and I loved that job, it was great. And what I want you to imagine or picture is like fully suited and booted clean-shaven, short hair, just like... In fact, I had long hair for a while, but full suit, shirt, tie, every single day for 10 years. I don't think I'd recognize you. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, polishing my shoes. I've got my business cards in my pocket. I am fully in business mode for 10 years. That's what I did. So, yeah, it's been, like, over the last, I would say, six, seven, eight years, there's been, like, this sort of, like, slow discovery of, like of me going from being the person that's trying to like a square peg in a round hole. Right. So that's like what it was like back then to slowly come around to the fact that I could just do whatever I want. I can have my business my way. I make the rules, you know, it's complete like total shift, complete from one end of the spectrum directly to the other. Um, you can still be professional. You can still do great work. You can still make lots of money. You can, in fact, you can make more money. You know, you can do all the, the right the things well. You can do great work. But it doesn't mean that you have to be, you know, in an office. You don't have to be wearing a suit. You don't have to be working in a large team. You know, all of those things that are kind of conventions, I would say. And even eight or nine years ago, I wouldn't really didn't think this is what I would be doing and where I would be. And I've never felt more comfortable in my whole life.
0: I think that's amazing because I think a lot of our listeners can understand to the whole, like, we're all figuring it out, right? I mean, even now, like, you gotta grasp on what you're doing but you're not gonna be doing this forever. And we're always in a journey of learning and growing. We're never quite done. And I think that's a real awesome point that you made there. You know, you're just kind of figuring it out, right?
1: Yeah, it's just like a continual challenge to figure out who you are, to become stronger better to do better work to do the work that really makes the biggest impact i think you're content like i'm continually questioning myself even this year i think even in the last 12 months i think if we had this podcast 12 months ago and we did this conversation today i think there would have been a massive shift for me in that time as well and the year before that and i think it's like you can't stop trying to develop whatever skills or your philosophy or you know how you see the world and what you believe in and what you feel strongly about and what you develop your own opinion and your unique perspective and that can't stop like it's got to evolve especially if you're a marketer because that's like the fastest changing landscape in business today so if you're not continually trying to evolve and grow and you know it's not about being different it's about being more you and doing your best work at all times, whatever that is for today. So yeah, it's a continual challenge, something that I hope I never lose the sort of motivation to want to do.
0: Look at that, everybody. We're six minutes into the podcast and you already have a takeaway right there. Always be learning and always be growing. I love how I'm seeing this very like, Parallel to our own businesses, right? Because we're going to be talking about content marketing today. And in order to, I think, really figure out what your voice is and what you're going to be putting out as your business, you almost need to know who you are and what you stand for and then who Mm. your business does. So we all kind of go through this growing up thing, like when we become a teenager, right? Like, who am I in this world? But it's almost like I see a lot of businesses go through this within their own business, because there's one option where everyone just becomes someone that they're not. And they try to follow everyone else and have the same messaging as everyone else, or they can really have their own clear take on it. And I think maybe I'd love to get your thoughts through the content marketing that can really help Catapult. You know where I'm going with this? Like, Mm. you really have to understand who you are and your business is if you want to be effective with content marketing.
1: Would you agree or disagree with that? I agree with it because, and there's a couple of sort of things that are good to understand about content marketing. I think it's, again, it's a journey, especially of like, Regardless of how long you've been in business, if you've never put your fingers on your keyboard and written a blog article, or you've ever clicked record on a video camera or record on a podcast or an audio, you know, that'd be like you starting your content marketing journey. And I think people are always kind of obsessed by trying to find the silver bullet that's going to catapult and grow their business and get all the customers and solve all their problems. But they forget that there's so many other benefits associated with something like content marketing the writing developing your unique perspective your voice how you feel about something like challenging your own education about your industry and your topics like you start writing a blog article and all of a sudden you don't know as much as you thought you knew about the (laughs) thing and then you've got to kind of go away and you've got to read the books and you've got to do the training and then you suddenly become an expert and I think there's like this whole journey of self-development or personal development and also professional development that comes along with that package Uh as well and I think Content marketing has such a huge impact on you personally, but it also has a massive impact on your business as well. And I think, even at a very basic level, results, customers, dollars pounds, whatever it is, whatever the metric is that you're measuring is just like one aspect, one benefit of content marketing. So yeah, absolutely. Content marketing is that journey that most people are looking for that liberates them, that puts the fun and excitement back into their business, that makes them feel good because they're having a larger impact on the world as well. There's so much in it, I think, that people don't I think at first can't see that because they're too wired into trying to find something that's going to solve a business problem or get them more customers or whatever. And they're really just at that sort of tactical level. Whereas content marketing, I believe, can be very philosophical. It can also be very strategic and it can also be very commercial. I think a lot of people don't realize that because they misunderstand it. Therefore, they go down a path of miseducation. Then they misinterpret it. Then it's not implemented correctly. Therefore, they don't get the results. before they say things like content marketing doesn't work mm-hmm. and then we go back in this full circle. So I think there's a much higher level understanding required content marketing, how it can impact a business and the people within a business and even in the business owners as well.
0: There is no silver bullet. This is what I totally wanted to just like, you know, riff with you and chat about. We could go all tactical, right? But I mean, you could blog about that. But I've got the Chris Marr on my podcast and I want to (laughs) like have a conversation with you, you know, so this is great. Cool. But just to make sure that maybe our audience is just starting their business somehow and maybe they're like, what are you talking about with content marketing? What is, let's be clear and, and dial down exactly so we're all on the same page what content marketing actually is. What forms does it come in?
1: So we can go from like high level to what it actually is and like what the tangibility of content marketing is. But a high level for a business owner or a marketer or an entrepreneur or a business person, they should be thinking, Content marketing to me is just like how you have to market a business today. It's just that we call it content marketing. And sometimes I think as marketers, we sometimes forget that when we say something like content marketing, someone who doesn't really understand it, thinks that's the marketers talking about something to do with, you know, like a marketing jargon type thing, you know, and they don't, it doesn't make sense. But to be honest with you, content marketing is just really a set of techniques and skills and understanding that comes along with how you have to market a business in 2018 and beyond, right? That's just what it is. And the reason for that is because of the change in consumer behavior over the last 15 or 20 years because of the internet, Mm -hmm. right? People don't interact with businesses the way that they used to early on in the buyer's journey anymore. It's just not the way that it is. So people are searching and finding and using information to help them make a buying decision. Now, whereas before they used to go to the shop, they used to go to the showroom. They used to pick up the phone and speak to someone. They used to do all of those things, but we don't want to do that anymore. We don't want to do it because we don't have to. So all you have to do is just look at your own buyer behavior, your own consumer behavior, how do you buy something today? And then think as a business person, well, how do we help people find us when they've never heard of us before? And that's content marketing. It's like filling that gap. Content marketing to me is just a deep understanding of your prospective customers, how they find and use information to help them make a buying decision. And as a business person, you are proactively creating content that helps them to make a confident and educated buying decision. That's what content marketing is. That's content marketing fills that gap.
0: That's fantastic. So that was like the global. Now, break it down for me. Do you think Mm. that like different industries gravitate towards certain types of delivery content, like, you know, maybe more written versus visual versus audio versus... Talk to me about how yeah. you, how you see it change because you're at like this pinnacle, Chris. Everyone, Chris is like helps hundreds of different types of businesses and he sees yeah. it throughout the whole world. So he said something earlier that was awesome that if you've ever said, well, content marketing doesn't work. You got to like back up the truck and put it in a different gear because you're going down the wrong road. So tell me what your experience is with working with all of these different companies worldwide. And if you see something works better with one industry than the other.
1: Kind of a tough question, but let's just try and unpack it. We do work with many different businesses, B2B, B2C. We work with nonprofit companies as well. And I work with them as a teacher, though, as opposed to as an agency. So mm-hmm. I do get to see a lot of results very quickly at a kind of very sort of wide scale as well, which is great. So we're not just working with a handful of clients. We're getting to see hundreds of people implementing content marketing at different stages of the journey, different mediums, all that stuff. So there's a lot in there. So I think a lot of people lean towards the written content at the start of their journey. Mm-hmm. It just feels like a really straightforward and easy place to they get it web page, written content, blogs, makes sense to kind of go down that path. But also, to be honest with you, I do f- still feel strongly about this, that the written content still drives the majority of traffic. It still drives the majority of leads and turns it leads into sales as well. But I think there's just this huge, like incredible shift right now. And I know you, people listen to this, of like, we've heard this for years, yeah. this massive shift into video. Yeah. and it's not just video like you see people creating vlogs and doing these viral videos and all that it's not that that's not what content marketing is right. content marketing is your ability to create content that you could integrate into a sales process to help someone make a buying decision so it's not even about tons of views or loads of people reading your content it's about how do you increase the speed of your sales process how do you get better quality of customers how do you turn people from leads into sales faster how do you get them to spend more money with you over a longer period of time. All of those things are what content marketing should be about. Content marketing should be about sales. I mean, it's hard to get this across in a podcast, I guess, in a a very short space of time. But when we're talking about content marketing, we're talking about sales. We have to be, because as a business owner, as a business person, as an entrepreneur, if you're going to put any time or effort or resource into any activity in your business, you absolutely have to feel confident that it's going to drive your business forward. It's going to put some money in the bank. It's going to increase your revenue and it's going to increase your profits. Everything else is just fun. We have to be doing these things. So, I feel like when it comes to content marketing, when we're looking at delivery, we're seeing a lot of people doing the written content, so blogs, ebooks, that sort of stuff. But there is an incredible shift into video. And we had a chat with our friend Marcus Sheridan last night, live call with him, and he's really pushing. A 50-50 split. So if you're creating a blog article or you're even creating an ebook, you want to make sure that you're integrating video into that content as well. And even talked about something called a V-book as opposed to an ebook, right? Oh, this is cool. like this brand new concept uh-huh. that I've never really heard of before. And I thought this is something that we need to be looking at. So even like email sales processes, email sequences should be 50-50 on video as well. So we're seeing this integration, With the written content, the audio content and the visual content in the sales process. So I think those three, audio, video and the written content, those are your three majors, I would say, your three major rich sources of content. That's what Mark Schaefer would call it. Rich content, owned content you own. It becomes an asset for your company that you can use today, tomorrow, next week, next year and so on and so forth to help your prospective customers to buy from you faster. So, yeah, I would say those are the kind of three majors. I know that sounds pretty obvious, but everything else is just a kind of, is an iteration of that, I would say. But that's the ones that we really focus on with people as the rich source of content. And a lot of people come to us, I think, early on and say, you know, they come to us with this concept that content marketing is social media, when it really isn't. Social is like almost like the next step that we want to be looking at. We want you to be creating content that you own, that exists on your website or lives on your website, that drives traffic to your site, that helps you to create leads and to create sales. And social media is something that can come out after that. And that, again, comes back to your earlier point as well, Bella, about just getting your unique perspective, understanding how you feel about your industry and your opinions and what kind of, what your voice is and you know finding all of that stuff. And that all comes through content marketing. And I think that's where we really want people to start. We'll be right back after these words.
0: Are you concerned that accepting credit cards for your pet sitting business is too complicated or too expensive? Well, if you answered yes, I have good news. It's probably because you've not heard of Leaders Merchant Services. Trust me, Leaders Merchant Services makes accepting credit cards super easy and affordable for my business. They work with all kinds of businesses throughout the United States, and they have developed a special rate plan just for pet sitters like us. I know Leaders Merchant Services can help your business. I've even got a dedicated representative to speak to, and he's always happy to share valuable information. Working with Leaders Merchant Services is like having a friend or family member in the credit card processing business. If you want to know more or see how much they can save your business a month, go to jumpconsulting.net forward slash credit card. That's jumpconsulting.net forward slash credit card. So I can personally connect you with my specialist. Correct me or tell me if I'm right or wrong. As you're talking and I'm listening, I'm thinking of two things. The first thing is... If I'm a pets or dog walker listening to this right now, and we're hearing insert video or content of some sort into the sales process, I'm thinking of an idea like, I hang up the phone with someone who just called because they were interested. I tell them I'm going to email them. And in that email, I do like what Marcus is talking about, the 80% video. Like you say, okay, this is what you can expect with us. These are our most common questions. And you kind of also put it towards video. So these people actually have a chance to see and feel and get to know you a little bit. Is that what you mean by inserting content to the sales? That's my first question.
1: Yeah, that's exactly it. So integrating content into the sales process. So it's like being... Really intentional and proactive because you are a good, conscious business person. You are listening to your prospective customers and the questions they're asking. So, you know that when someone contacts you for the first time or you, like you said, you hang up the phone for the first time or you get an email inquiry from someone for the first time, you can predict what the next six or seven questions are that they're going to have. Yeah. And then if you can do that and you can send them a piece of content, a blog over, it could even be over a period of time. It doesn't have to be all at once. But if you can be proactive in placing that content at the right time, you know Mm. that they're going to go through this journey from uh, they're going to be, be a stranger. They're going to go through to consideration stage into decision making stage. If you can predict the type of content that they need at each of those stages, then you're going to speed up the process. You're going to have them buying from you faster or mm. not. You're going to have them going somewhere else faster, which is fine as well. Yeah. Um, but either way, you're going to speed the process up for them so that, they, that they'll feel you still want them to feel like they are on their terms, that they are doing this on their time frame, not yours. But by being proactive, you are helping them to buy from you faster. You're helping them to not go to your competition as well, because, you know, if your competition aren't doing this stuff, then they're losing out anyway. So there's a massive opportunity there for probably for most businesses. But that's exactly what I mean, Bella, is to integrate that content proactively and intentionally into the sales process so that you can take your prospective customers through that buyer's journey a lot faster and a lot more proactively and a lot more predictably as well, to be fair. Because one of the things so, in businesses, one of the biggest challenges that most people have in business is that predictability, right? They don't know where the next customer's coming from. They don't know how much they're going to be spending. They can't predict. So having some sort of predictive, it's honestly as basic as having a sales process in place and just making sure that content is integrated heavily into that process. Content should really be the fuel for that. It just bleeds throughout the whole process for your prospective customers.
0: As a former pet sitting business owner, this just excites me because there's, it's seriously, you don't even have to go crazy or full blown with it. You could do a one minute video if you're saying I'm afraid of video or I don't know how to do this. And what if you could have that predictability that you know that 60% of the people that watch your video end up buying from you just because you sent that video. Imagine, what kind of change you could have in your business. So many people are looking for more clients, more employees. Those are the two major things that pet sitters and dog walkers are looking for. But if they could actually take some control over the process of who they do collect and keep more of who they collect, that could be business changing.
1: So yeah, again, it's like thinking about content marketing isn't just about Getting new customers. That's a, I think that's something for people that are listening to just consider as well. Is that content marketing is massively about getting people to find you that have never heard you before, getting them to buy from you for the first time. But content marketing can really help people to stay with you for longer and spend more money with you and refer you to other people. It kind of you've got to see content marketing kind of going through this whole process, past even the first purchase into the second and the third and the fourth, and essentially having customers for life.
0: I could not have planned a better segue than what you just like teed me up for, Chris, because the second (laughs) thing I was going to tell you is about a month ago, you had sent out an email and it was, hey, Bella, I got this 45 second video for you. Click here. And I was like, what? That was all the email said. And I went and it was to your website and it was a video you put on there and I watched it and I was like, this is awesome. Not to mention your tagline is don't forget to be awesome. So yeah. <laughs> I actually, Chris, I started doing, I have weekly emails on Fridays where I usually recap all the content I've produced, the podcasts, the blogs, the free live Facebook trainings that I'm doing right now, just kind of to remind people, Hey, this is all the stuff because I know it's everywhere and you're busy. So what I started doing instead of going into my Aweber and creating a long email, Hey guys, this is Bella. I've got a 56 second video for you. Brings it to my website. The content like blurbs are underneath the video. But what I've been doing is on Thursdays, I've been finding unique places to record these videos. So today I just did it in front of this estate that I just reserved in estate. state. I'm doing a retreat. And so I did that with that in the background. And that's going out to my community tomorrow. But that is like content on top of content marketing inspired Mm -hmm. by you. And Chris, here's the big clincher. My open rates have doubled when it's like a quick video message from Bella. Some pet sitters. Here's the ripple effect. This gets me excited. I'm sure it gets you excited too. (laughs) But as my husband says, he shows excitement different than I do. But (laughs) (laughs) guys are a little different. But Chris, because you sent that out and because I did it, I've had two other pet sitting companies do it and they've had great results from it too. That's
1: amazing. So, thanks really for being cool. awesome. <laughs> yeah, I mean I'm so pleased that like you've just swiped and deployed that so quickly and it is amazing how like that's a really great lesson in there as well. You could have like the greatest piece of content, like the best article on that exists online for a specific topic, but if people don't know that it exists, then that's a major problem. So you have to market your marketing as well, right? <laughs> you, you have, I know, and it sounds like a little bit like, okay, Chris. No, you do, but yeah. yeah. You, you do have to do that. And the whole technique there with that email, just to share with people that are kind of curious about where they could maybe learn a little bit more about that, is it's kind of influenced by the nine-word email, by... Joe Polish. Love him. He's a local to Arizona. I didn't realize that. So he's basically, this goes back like years. This is like one of the earliest like marketing tactics I learned. I think it was based on real estate. And basically what would happen is if you had like a bunch of people, leads on a list for a property or a specific type of property, you could send them an email and just say, hey, Chris, are you still interested in this property? Hit reply and let me know. And that was the email. Plain text. Looked like it came from my personal email. Yeah the reason that gets open, it's just, it fits right in a mobile screen. Like you can't, there's no, that's it. There's only one call to action. You click it, it goes to the page. And that's the reason that those emails work because they're just so personalized, but they're easy. And it doesn't take anybody any time just to click the little link And it takes them to the page and they can watch the video. And it's just this really simple tactic that just blows me away every time. It works so well. And it really pushed me into like doing all of my emails plain text. I've been doing that for years now. No templates, no design, all very personable. And it's just changed the way I do email. So the nine word email is where that was influenced by. And it's just a simple, very simple. It's almost like the opposite of every email that you would go to like learn about and it's just like so simple especially if you've got a waiting list or you've got people that are on the fence it's a great email to send out every now and again just to say, hey, are you still interested in this product? Are you still interested in buying this service? Are you still interested in joining the Content Marketing Academy? Hit reply and let me know. We've got that in a sequence somewhere that goes out after 90 days or something like that. So that's, yeah, it works. And I'm so pleased that people have got value from it already. So go, like people listening, go ahead, do it. Send the email to your list. See what happens.
0: Nothing's stopping you. And if you're getting this podcast, you're on my list anyway. So you've seen it, use it do it. Chris, we're ending the time that we have together. I could talk to you forever and I've really appreciated you being here. But before we go, I know that coming up in June, you've got the CMA live event. And I asked you if it was okay that I did this. We're not here necessarily to promote it, but I just think it's amazing. And if I lived over there or if I could actually get there and I wasn't already on vacation, I would be there. Not only because you're running it and I know it's a quality thing, but you've got people like Chris Brogan showing up and Anne Hand and Brian Fanzo and all these mm-hmm. people that I either just saw at Social Media Marketing World or that yeah. I just typically follow and I'm on their email list. So tell us about this awesome conference that you have out in mm-hmm. Edinburgh, the UK, and uh, how people can learn more about it.
1: So uh, CMA Live is the name of the conference. This will be our fifth year. It's our fifth conference. The first one we ever did was in 2014, uh, September 2014. And that was the one that Kate McQuillan was one of our very first speakers back in 2014. And then she spoke again in 2016. And yeah, we've had a whole bunch of speakers over the year. We try to mix it up a little bit. We've got these leading marketers, Anne Handley, Chris Brogan, as you mentioned, Marcus Sheridan, and all these types of people, which is great. High quality, world class, leading business and marketing speakers, which is really I think it's such a big deal. I mean, in America, there's a lot of conferences like this in the States, but in Scotland, there's none. This is the only one
0: that's that's like this this
1: level. So it's pretty cool. But there is only six million people in Scotland, you know, so (laughs) it's quite small. But yeah, it's a great conference. It's a great thing we're doing. It's like one of the hardest things that I've ever done in my business is still after five years is a major challenge, trying to make it all work together, the finances, all the moving parts and trying to do it with a very lean team as well. Um, it's just a major challenge, but we love it. It gets everybody excited. We do it for our members first and foremost, because they take that opportunity to kind of meet up once a year. It's kind of like our annual sort of like event and, uh, no, it's it's really, really great. So if you, if you want to find out more, just go to cmalive.co.uk. You can find out more about the event there. We've got a brand new website. I'm not sure when this podcast will go live, but we've got a brand new website coming out in April for the conference. We've put a lot of money into our branding over the last year, last 12 months. New brand, new, sort of like stronger, unique sort of uh, perspective. We've kind of put in a flag. That was one thing I always wanted to do from the start was kind of like put our stake in the ground and sort of say, we're here and we're doing something amazing. And it's starting to get noticed, which is great. But yeah, like I said, one of the biggest challenges, but also one of the most humbling and rewarding things that i do every year we do recognition we get to hang out with people like chris brogan and things like that that people will only ever meet once or twice in their whole lifetime uh, or in career so yeah it's amazing i'm just i'm pleased that we do it and uh, that people get value from it
0: yeah like i said i've known about it for years and uh just been a big fan of watching it grow and i can't imagine the on taking that it takes so from everyone thank you for putting that on because i'm sure it's amazing i really do wish i could be there chris Thanks thank us. you so much for joining us today if uh, any of these pet sitters want to reach you or learn more about your academy where do they go
1: yeah the best place f- like if you want to pick my brain, ask me a question, shout at me about something, then just grab me on Twitter at mar 101 or drop me an email. Chris at cmauk.co.uk. Our website is cmauk.co.uk as well. I've got a blog there, a podcast. Whole bunch of content.
0: Now he's saying cma.co.uk. For those of yes. you who didn't catch that really quick, because yeah, of the yeah. accent. Uh, just type Chris
1: Marr into Google, you'll find me. I'm there, I'm in around all And he'll answer you, know, you guys. Or- he's a real dude. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I'd love to hear from everybody. If you've got anything you want to ask me, then I'm open door. So, yeah, absolutely go for it.
0: Absolutely. Well, Chris, thank you so much for joining us on another episode of Bella in Your Business. If you guys loved this episode, I want you to go back and find out where you found it and comment so we can share it with Chris to tell him thank you. Hopefully, you're subscribed. But if you're not, please do subscribe and leave us five stars if you loved this. And remember to always keep jumping.
1: Thanks for jumping with Bella in your business. For more information, free articles, free coaching sessions, and more, go to jumpconsulting.net. And remember, Bella's got your shoot.